Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This morning, back on track, a reprieve for Sydney commuters, trains up and running as the blame game continues. A wild storm lashes Sydney and the central coast, one home destroyed by a lightning strike. Leaping into action, AFL superstar Patrick Dangerfield rescues three swimmers in trouble. And one of our most wanted fugitives caught after more than a decade on the run. This is Seven News. Jody Spears. Good morning. In breaking news, frustrated rail commuters in Sydney have been given a reprieve with limited services back up and running today. Thousands of people were affected when the city's entire network shut down yesterday. But as of just moments ago, workers are once again allowed to drive trains. Services are running at a minimum of once every half hour and 150 replacement buses are available. Commuters are, however, still being urged to find alternative transport. The clean-up is on in New South Wales this morning after parts of the state were battered by a storm. Strong winds and hail lashed Sydney's west and the central coast and one home was destroyed by a freak lightning strike. A bolt from the blue. Exploding into this home at Glenmore Park, sparking a fire which destroyed the property. In a second, a massive bang. The first thing I said was... That hit the ground and very, very close. Plumes of black smoke billowing into the sky, an intense storm barreling across Sydney, bringing with it wind and hail and leaving a trail of debris. Oh my God. Ripping through the west in the afternoon before tracking up the coast. Penrith bore the brunt of the wild weather. Trees and electrical wires crashing down in wind gusts of up to 91 kilometres an hour. Drivers took a gamble as flash flooding turned roads to rapids. Some weren't so lucky. 19 millimetres of rain dumped on Penrith and neighbouring suburbs in less than 15 minutes, knocking out power to as many as 5,000 homes on a day when the trains were out of action for Sydney siders. When it rained, it poured. One of Australia's most wanted men has spent his first night behind bars after more than a decade on the run. With a bounty of $100,000 on his head, fugitive Graham Potter was finally tracked down by police in far north Queensland. Turn and face the wall. Hands where I can see them. He had evaded capture since 2010 after failing to appear before a Melbourne court on conspiracy to murder charges. Victoria Police will apply to have Potter extradited to Victoria.
Household contacts would no longer need to quarantine in a proposed shake-up to isolation rules. Let's go live to political reporter Jennifer Beshwati in Canberra now. Good morning, Jen. This could signal a big shift in how we manage the virus. That's right, Jodie. A plan is being discussed by the expert health panel, but also National Cabinet to relax isolation rules as the country moves into the final phase of the reopening plan. It's being reported this morning that the plan involves ending the seven-day requirement to isolate. If you're a household contact of someone who has tested positive to COVID-19 and you don't have any symptoms. Now, this is to alleviate staff shortages around the country, but also ensuring that children can still go to school. Experts say this this plan will likely lead to increased community transmission, but the shift in pandemic management is pa pragmatic. Of course, all states will set requirements based on what their health systems can handle. Now, this comes as uh, we hear from bre breaking news from the United Kingdom this morning. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has unveiled his new plan to live with COVID. It includes lifting all remaining restrictions, and that means that if you test positive for COVID-19, you don't have to isolate. Government support payments will end as well. There'll be no more free rapid tests. Now, I think we're a bit off for, uh, from a plan like that being implemented in Australia, but it is something that Prime Minister Scott Morrison will have to think about in the not-too-distant future. Jody, How things are changing. Thanks, Jen. AFL superstar Patrick Dangerfield is being praised for his bravery after saving three swimmers, including an 11-year-old girl from rough seas off Victoria. Lifesavers say the Geelong players' fitness and surf skills helped keep them alive. The moment a footy superstar became a superhero. Paddy Dangerfield rescues an 11-year-old girl, the girl's mother and a friend, all at risk of drowning in dangerous swell. I just think as humans, if you see someone struggling and, and you know, you have a responsibility if you feel you can, um, so I just think it's what you do. Josephine Felber found herself caught in a rip on Victoria's surf coast. Her mother Julie and friend Bavla tried to help before they too were dragged out to sea. Dangerfield able to keep the trio afloat until lifesavers arrived on jet skis. It's a very brave and selfless thing that, that he did. He's obviously gone out and done a 400 metre pedal with a surfboard using his incredible fitness skills as an AFL player um, but also his skills as a surfer. He said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help hold on to my foot. Um, he was absolutely fantastic. He was calm. He was absolutely in control of the whole situation. The Lifesavers then brought the trio safely to shore. Jacinta Lee, 7 News. Two luxury cars, which once belonged to missing fraudster Melissa Caddick and her company, have sold at auction. Caddick's black Mercedes-Benz fetched more than $20,000 above the asking price, selling for just over $66,000. Her husband's Audi convertible was also snapped up after a spirited bidding war for just under $300,000. The proceeds will be distributed among her investors. People in New South Wales can now apply for a voucher to go towards their next local holiday. Each resident gets one $50 voucher to pay for travel accommodation as part of the state's COVID recovery. The Victorian government is also distributing $100 million worth of dining and travel vouchers to locals and tourists alike. The WA government has announced restrictions are being tightened to slow the spread of Omicron. A two square metre density rule for retail and hospitality is being brought in and masks are mandatory in indoor settings. Hospital patients and aged care residents will be limited to four visitors a day.
In breaking news, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has announced his government is planning to end all COVID restrictions in England. From Thursday, self-isolation for people who test positive for COVID will be axed. Free COVID tests will come to an end on April 1. The PM says it's time to move away from government restrictions and for people to take personal responsibility when it comes to living with coronavirus. A Perth family has made the tragic decision to turn off their teenage son's life support after he was critically injured in an electric scooter crash. A group of friends snuck out to race the scooters while their parents slept and the 13-year-old suffered head injuries when he was struck by a car. It's prompted calls for scooter safety to be taught in schools. Software tycoon Mike Cannon-Brooks hopes he can still work with AGL to fast-track its move out of coal, despite the company's rejection of his $8 billion takeover bid. He believes the energy giant could quit using coal by 2030 and deliver customers the world's cheapest electricity, setting aside $20 billion for the transition. AGL's rejected his bid amid warnings from the Morrison government about a spike in electricity prices if plants shut earlier than expected. A thief who stole a security system from an Adelaide home has been arrested after he was caught on the only camera he didn't pinch. He can be seen cutting the cameras one by one without realising he's being recorded by a fifth one on the doorbell. The homeowner was inside watching the live feed on his mobile phone. Police tracked down a suspect and he was taken into custody. The US and Russian presidents are set to hold a summit on the conflict in Ukraine, potentially the last time they talk before Vladimir Putin orders an invasion. US intelligence is claiming half of Russia's troops are in combat formations awaiting orders. On the front line of an eight-year conflict, Ukrainian forces are under strict orders not to open fire on Russian-backed separatists as Moscow pursues any excuse to further invade. We believe President Putin has made the decision, but until uh, the tanks are actually rolling, we will use every opportunity and every minute we have uh, to see if uh, diplomacy can still uh, dissuade uh, President Putin from carrying this forward. Belarus announcing joint military drills scheduled to end today will now continue, leaving 30,000 Russian troops two hours from the capital, Kiev. Videos like this flooding social media. Russian tanks with the letter Z are marking, say analysts, to identify them in war. US officials estimate up to 75% of Russia's conventional forces are now postured against Ukraine from the country's former president. Are you worried about the next few days? Definitely. Definitely yes, because I trust to our to information which was presented by our partners. At this Catholic church in Lviv, where white doves hang, they routinely remember the fallen and pray for peace. And prayer so much for our uh, army and for Ukraine, because uh, we feeling that the situation is so dangerous. Sarah Greenolch, Seven News. Checking finance now, Wall Street is closed for Washington's birthday. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost 311 points. 
Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also finished lower. The All Lords finished the day slightly higher, four points up, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities, commodities market, gold is trading at 1,898 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 92 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.14 US cents, 82.78 Japanese yen, and $1.7 New Zealand. The Queen is being carefully monitored as she recovers from COVID-19. Buckingham Palace is reportedly cautious but not alarmed, with Her Majesty displaying mild symptoms. The 95-year-old monarch still plans to undertake light duties, including holding virtual audiences and speaking to the Prime Minister on the phone. The Queen's diagnosis follows a string of COVID cases among the royal family and staff at Windsor Castle. A fighter jet has crashed in northwestern Iran, killing three people. The F-5 slammed into a residential area in the city of Tabriz. Both the pilot and a civilian on the ground were killed. Army officials say the jet crashed near a sports complex and a school, which was closed at the time. It's thought the jet crashed during a training exercise due to technical difficulties. New video has been released showing the damage from a fire which ripped through a passenger ferry in Greece. Rows of scorched trucks could be seen inside the ferry while rescue teams surveyed the charred vessel. One passenger died in the blaze, another 10 people are still missing. A survivor was found sheltering in the hold two days after the fire broke out. Former US President Donald Trump has returned to social media, launching a new app, Truth Social. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney now. Good morning, Ash. After being banned from several platforms, he now has his very own. Good morning, Jody. Yes, on what is President's Day here in the US, former President Donald Trump looks set to make his return to social media more than a year after he was banned from Twitter and Facebook. Uh, launching this new app on the App Store this morning, Truth Social, it's billed uh, as an app to encourage an open, free and honest global conversation uh, without discriminating against political ideology. The app seems to be having some glitches, though. At least uh, tens of thousands of people have been waitlisted to join it. Uh, and waiting to see if Donald Trump himself starts using this as his platform to communicate uh, with millions of supporters. He's also set to uh, return to the political stage this weekend. <clears throat> he will be the keynote speaker at the Conservative Political Action Conference on Saturday. Jody. OK, Ash, thank you. Carlton could be without another star player heading into the opening round of the AFL season. Reigning Coleman medalist Harry McKay will likely miss the Blues' pre-season clashes due to foot soreness and is in doubt to face Richmond in round one. He joins superstar Sam Walsh on the sidelines. The 21-year-old will miss the first month of the season after undergoing ankle surgery. In the AFLW, Brisbane threw away the chance to win a sixth game in a row. The Lions led Melbourne by 23 points late in the first half before Taylor Harris sparked a Demons revival. The star forward kicked two goals and dominated in the air, taking the lead in the fourth quarter. She deserves the opportunity to put Melbourne in front and does. Greta Bodie's kick after the siren to win the game for the Lions fell short. Melbourne holding on for a three-point win. Kaylin Ponga was named Newcastle's new captain only hours before their NRL trial clash against the Bulldogs and he received a warm welcome from Declan Casey. Flip it, the build -up. Score! 
He just ironed out one of the elite players of our competition. The Bulldogs fought back from 12-0 down to draw 16-all with the Knights and Dragon Tyrell Fui Mayono faces a five-game ban for his hit-drop tackle, which ended Eel Hayes Dunster's season. Manus Labashain is going the extra mile to ensure he's ready for the upcoming tour of Pakistan. The Aussie star bought a rubber mat from Bunnings and attached pieces of metal to it in an attempt to replicate the unpredictable bounce and movement he will likely face on the subcontinent. There's a lot more improvement to make on it, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I've got a few better ideas, but I'll keep them under wraps. We can, <laughs> we can talk about it with the next subcontinent tour. In the Sheffield Shield, Victoria survived 20 overs with every Queensland player around the bat in the last session of day four in their draw. If you've been dreaming of a holiday, now is the time. Jetstar is slashing prices to more than 50 top destinations over the next 24 hours. That list includes Brisbane, the Whitsundays, Darwin, Ballina, Melbourne, Hamilton Island and Uluru, to name a few. The cheapest flights are going for as little as $22. Baz Luhrmann has given the Gold Coast two thumbs up as he puts the finishing touches on his Elvis Presley biopic, encouraging other filmmakers to give the city a go. In a sit-down with Mayor Tom Tate, Luhrmann said he took a risk relocating headquarters from New York, but it's paid off. There were quite a few folk in Warners saying, you really can't make this movie in Australia. This is a great place to do it. Elvis hits cinemas in June. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a broad low pressure will continue to generate showers and storms over the Kimberley, the Top End, Queensland and northeastern New South Wales. Heavy falls are possible. Onshore winds around a high will drive light showers over western Tasmania. Around the capitals today, a shower or two in Brisbane, heading for a top of 30 degrees. Rain and a possible storm, 26 the top in Sydney. Cloudy heading for 23 in Canberra. Sunny in Melbourne, 25. Hobart partly cloudy and 21. Sunny and 28 degrees in Adelaide. 34 and sunny in Perth today. And a shower or two and a possible storm, 31 in Darwin.